0: Hello, mate. Uh, how's it going? Yeah, not too bad. How about you? Yeah, all right. Um, so how did you get on with the poem? Did you sell any? None. Absolutely none. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Taking a while for this content marketing machine to actually fire up, as it were. But um, I did actually manage to get one random sale... I've never, never really had that, someone I don't know, but someone who lives around Mayfair, so they might be quite posh. But I think I haven't really got it all in order yet, so I did actually manage to lose money on that sale, sold a hat, and um, I think because of Brexit, some sort of tax thing, um, 25p down, but never mind, it doesn't matter. Ah, okay. Um, anything else? Anything else been going on? Um, yeah, well again, you know, always busily thinking about new, new ways of doing content and um, I thought, I've seen a lot of videos on YouTube with a lot of likes and all that, subscribers, <clears throat> and a lot of them are kind of about disappointment and how to survive disappointing aspects of life, so I was actually thinking of putting in, telling a story Oh, uh, yeah, you know, slight deviation from the manifesto this week, actually. Still got the manifesto, but I'm mixing it up a little bit because I do believe that this sort of tale of disappointment is important enough and profound enough, in a way, to go in there. But basically, like, yeah, so I've been working... One of my alternative revenue streams, apart from the business, is working in a craft beer bar because, you know... The business doesn't it doesn't really survive on its own and yeah so anyway this this episode is called the snail of woe and it's sort of exploring disappointment through a recent time that um i tried to name a beer at the craft craft beer bar of working it all really so you know they've all got these funny little funny well they're what they perceive to be funny i'm guessing these brewers have a certain you know, a certain type of culture. They're, you know, they're naming all their beers as little puns involved and they all seem to... Basically, they all seem to be about dinosaurs. They've got some form of dinosaur obsession, you know. They've got a very specific thing going on. And I just think... I don't know. In my opinion, it just seems a little bit... um a tiny bit immature, to be honest, this obsession with dinosaur. Dinosaurs. Everything, you know, triple IPA... Dinosaur eggs, platyporus rex, whatever. You know, it's all just fucking I don't really know where they're going with it. So I've anyway, it all started with me and my friend Mr. Beebe. Um this was like this was like a year and a year and a half ago actually, we were working at the craft beer bar, and they started this competition to try to name a few Christmas beers and so they came out with these, the brewers, they put it on the little on the little Facebook. And they said, Alright, we've got four beers. Christmas themed and you have to name them and I think they had one Belgian red ale, another pine based IPA, a cocoa stout, and a barley wine. Anyway, so me and me and Mr. Beebe, we're club together and we think, alright, we can you know, we're too I have. I mean, I've actually been described as a pun machine before. So I thought it's gonna this is gonna work out for me, you know. Probably gonna win this competition and have a little sort of five minutes five minutes of fame and um so we came up with we went for a sort of Dickensian theme which to be honest I think might have gone over their heads, but so sort of came up with you got, you got the Pine based IPA, that was Piney Tim. You've got the Belgian red, that was Ebenezer Rouge, and then I went for barley's ghost for the barley wine, and then all right, this is maybe where we uh, slipped up, and to be, I can only, I can only really blame Mr. Beebe for this one, but he he came up with the coast of Christmas past, and I thought like, you know, when you're sort of you know, you're trying to humor, trying to humor someone a little bit, see, so yeah, I went for that. Radio silence on the Facebook group is actually quite embarrassing. We didn't even get a like, and you know you could you could put it down to sort of lack of lack of understanding of Dickens or something. And fuck knows what. I mean, fuck knows what I actually won in this brewing community is like something. Hurry down my chimney tonight, triple IPA, incredibly strong. I mean. <laughs> That's another thing you're battling against in these bars. I mean, most of the... You go to these fancy bars and most of the beers on there are about 10% alcohol. And these triple IPAs, the only people... Well, one of, one of the people who likes them is Mr. Beebe. Actually, Mr. Beebe has a bit of a... I think he's, good, he's got a sweet tooth. and um, But the rest of the people who like these 10% triple IPAs basically look like they're in... Some sort of weird competition, which is like a mix between brian may look alike and who and world's strongest man and simultaneously who has the most tattoos, probably most of which are bloody dinosaur ex- based dinosaurics dinosaur obsession anyway um'm not really sure i ever not really sure I've ever fitted in with this brewing community being our know, work there. And um, it's probably... uh, Well, one, I don't have any tattoos. And two, I haven't actually sexually abused anyone in the last six months. I think most of... You know, who would have thought that uh, such an obviously toxic masculine culture combined with heavy metal and drinking 10 or 12% beers could lead to some form of sexual abuse, but never mind. I mean, anyway, so, yeah... We got this whole history of me and Mr. BB of sort of beer rejection, and then somebody's asking around last week. Apparently, they're struggling to struggling to name the beers have run out of run out of dinosaur names or whatever, or slightly sexually offensive innuendos. So then I thought, I had this idea. What about a session IPA? A session IPA, you know, like a slow drinker. Not too strong, sophisticated instead. And it's called the Indian Pale Snail. I thought, yeah, so I thought it was a good little pun, that. Indian Pale Snail. And even, I thought, you know, i draw stuff, you know, I got the art website for them make, them, make them a graphic. And I had what I thought was a very, very sophisticated looking... So I drew my little snails, from real, real snails, I think they were on Attenborough on Attenborough or something. And then I made these sort of psychedelic shells with green and orange Indian flag, of course. That a double, that's a double meaning there. And then the snails themselves were actually um, pale, you know. These were, these were white snails. Anyway, more rejection, basically. They looked at me. They just looked at me like I was bloody mad. And then yeah, moved on to moved on to something else. I mean, I thought it might have it might have legs. This sort of snails idea, because I've seen a few different bars and stuff recently. Like I've, I was actually walking through London recently, and I saw this Escargo bar. So that is a bar. No exaggeration. That bar is purely about snails. They've got snail art. I think they had a, some form of snail wine. Anyway, all past and I think that is a marketing open goal. And I send send them an email proposing my proposing my snail. Basically saying, Why don't you why don't you just brew the beer yourself or like get one of your suppliers to make the Indian pale snail, put the poster up, Bob's your uncle, you know, have have the have it on draft or in a sophisticated bottle which I've already designed and you know give it all I got was an automatic reply I reckon they're I reckon they're sending that round their internal team having a good old laugh about it Um. anyway so I've actually made because I know you know I'm, I've handled the rejection already, but I think there's a lot of there's a lot of more opportunities for the pale snail, and I think I'd be very surprised if it's not taken up by some kind of. So I've so I've made an advert for it, and yeah, I've made I've made one for you at home. I mean, yeah, I like I I do realise we talked about quality and everything, but simultaneously, Rob, you you are very expensive, and wish I had some sort of gig that got me that amount of money per hour. I mean, not to, like, cause you any offence, but I'm just hoping that soon I will be able to somehow automate you and do this on my own. But, <clears throat> yeah, anyway, I've given it a pop at home. So, um, have a listen. Two blokes sitting in the bar. One of them says to the other, mate, i've got a bale fuck off just have a sip on an indian pale snail but my meeting what of my morning travails why it's just a smooth sliding drink drive law-abiding snail one cannot fail to have a whale when sipping in the sun all day on this rip-roaring ipa fuck it says the first bloke i'm just gonna have a regular ale fool Says the other, "Do you think you're going to leave this place without that ale, leaving a significant trail?" Fucking buses him. Sierra, so, yeah, uh, what do you think? I mean, it, it, interesting, I guess. Um, I don't really know. I don't really know if it's, uh, Don't really know if it's good enough. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm just just trying to save some money to be honest, like I said. And uh I mean, I thought it was good. Also, I I sent it to my mum and she liked it too. But um yeah, whatever. Oh, um yeah, we can we can talk about that. I think that it's best for we go back to the manifesto this week. As I said, I have I've integrated the snail into the manifesto. And I, I It's not necessarily the best for continuity, but I thought thought it somehow fitted, so um, if you can uh, cue the music, then I'm going to give it a go. Yeah, coming up. I tried to name a beer, the Indian Pale Snail. I wanted it to be a low-alcohol percentage IPA, a session IPA. I thought it was gold dust. I want to write a book about it, The Snail of Woe, and a follow-up autobiography, How I Live to Sell the Snail. I want to live in a snail-shaped palace, and drive a snail car with slime coming out of the back to make my enemies slip up, or at least have a very minor accident. I want to be the alpha snail of snail retail. Why did I buy all that snail paraphernalia before it actually got accepted? I don't mind the snail-shaped ashtray, but the snail promotional outfit cost a lot. The snail is alienation. The gut feeling that what you want to do and believe you're good at doesn't line up. The rejection of your creativity. It's falling on deaf ears.